Hi, I'm Dr. Mitch Keys. Welcome to our broadcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. The Lord had given us a word for this next year. It seems like God gives it to us in October and usually around harvest time. Well, that makes sense. It's harvest time. Amen. Amen. Turn your neighbor. Say it's harvest time. Praise God. Good or bad, it's harvest time. You might as well get a good harvest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Uh, uh, the, the word that God gave me from last year was called the year of triumph. And you think about what happened to David and, and his men, mighty men, that ended up being some of his closest warriors and covenant a relationship that he had with them. They were troubled. They were in debt. And they were, uh, I don't know, running from the law, I guess. I don't know. But they were, they were discontented and happy. And, and they found a man of God yeah. that helped them. And they all grew together. Right. Amen. And uh, so when they went out uh, to war, they came back and everything was taken. Remember that? Yes. And <clears throat> so... Uh, he asked the Lord, uh, especially after they were mad at him, after they all got through crying like a bunch of babies, and, and uh, their wives were taken, their children were taken, their, their wealth and everything, inheritance, it all was taken. And so he said, God, should I go after it? Should I pursue? Should I overtake and recover all? Well, that's, that's a no-brainer. God said, yeah, go do it. Go do it. And so they went and captured the enemy, and the enemy had been going through all the, all the territory, regions, and nations, and robbing and stealing and doing what they did to David and his men and families. And, uh, and so there was a lot of spoils. There was a lot of um, uh, things that, in fact, they said it took three years just to burn the wood off the shields. And there was spoils, uh, just gold and silver, off, off of the, um, the, the shields themselves. So there was a lot of treasure and spoils because of triumph. I said because of triumph. They already, they already set out with a winner's attitude. When you enter into prayer, when you enter into a faith project, just plan on winning. Amen. I heard, I heard Brother Gloria, Brother Gloria, Sister Gloria, amen, one of the books she wrote, she said, read the Word of God with the knowledge that God has written it for your victory. Amen. Don't read it as, well, I wonder what's going to happen here in my life, wonderment. No, read it as, God set me up for victory. Amen. Read it. Understand and know the, that, that uh, the, the knowledge in that word of God, the wisdom in the, is in the word of God, and that God cannot get anything to you except through his word. Amen. We cannot receive from God outside of his word. Right. We cannot receive anything from God outside of his word. This is why it's, in, it's, so invital, it's so vital in these last days. It's, it's always been vital. It's always been a command. Hebrews 10.25 says, do not forsake the assembling together. So, so uh, what's God saying? You need to be in a place like this to hear the word of God. Right. 
And if you're not hearing the word of God, you're not receiving. Amen. Then what are you hearing? What are you focused on? Everything else. You know, when God challenges you to, to do something, to obey him, God will never ask you to do anything that he doesn't plan for victory in your life. He'll ask for the impossible. Why? Because he knows he'll empower you to do that. That's why he says with men it's impossible. See, when we try to do it our way, we're going to always we're always going to receive impossible. But when we do it God's way, with God, all things with God. Say it out loud. All things are possible. So are you with God? Yes, sir. That's the, that's the thing. Are we with God? Amen. If you're, if, and so God says, be in his house. Why? Because right. you need to have a word. Right. Nobody receives anything outside of the word of God. Because right. the word of God produces life. The word of God will quicken you. It'll raise you up. It'll, it'll get you born again. That's how you get born again. You hear the word of God. That's how you get healed. That's how you become prosperous. That's why Joshua 1.8 it says, it says that we're to take the word of God and meditate on it. That's, that's a success formula right there. Meditate on it. Number one, meditate on it. This is a success formula. This is why you need to be in the house of God. Did you hear me? You need to be in the house of God. You can't, you can't have victory outside of the house of God. He said, do not forsake the assembling together. Some are in a bad habit of doing it. It's a bad habit not being in God's presence yes, and being in, sitting there and, and, and submitting yourself before authority of the Father and a, and a holy man of God. Amen. 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 There's, there's something, you know, people are loyal to everything else rather than to the house of God and to, and to authority. Amen. God put me in, in this place as a spiritual authority to bring you a spiritual supply by the word of God. I don't know about you, man. I'd, I'd get tired of doing it my way because it ain't working. Let me ask you, how's it working for you? I wasn't looking at you, Sister Ann, when I said that. But I'm telling everybody. And those of you listening by the Internet, you think you can do it your way. Let me tell you, you're setting yourself up for failure. Because God's offering you more. Meditate. Number one, you got to meditate the word of God. Number two, you got to talk the word. You got to talk it. Amen. Uh, Mark 11, 23, 24. It, it talks about if you say, you, you can't just believe something. You got to say what you believe. You got to say it out loud. You got to talk the word. You got to, like Dr. Nancy said all year last year, what, uh, you got to say it to what? See it. You got to say it to see it. You got to talk the word. You got to meditate on the word. And you got to talk the word. You got to confess it. Hold fast to the confession or profession of your faith. You got to hold fast to it. You got to take it. And, and you take things by speaking what God said. Listen, we put a premium in this house of what God said. Not what we say, but what He says. I'm not interested in what my thoughts are, my opinion, or your opinion. Right. I'm, in, I'm interested in what he said. Amen. And that's so vital and important. See, some people, they go to churches, and they, and they don't even take their Bibles with them. They don't understand and know what God said. God speaks through his word. Why? Because he's trying to get something to you through his word. Amen. Amen. That's how he does it. So you meditate on it. And once you me- meditate on it, and, and then you talk it. You say it. Number three. Telling you how to be successful in life. 
Number three, you got to do it. If you, there's a lot of people, they're talking a good game, but they don't, they're not in the game. They're still on the bench. Amen. You got to get in the game, meaning you got to do the word. If a person doesn't do the word, for instance, I, I, just, I just quoted a scripture to you. Oh, pastor, I know that scripture. Do not forsake the assembling together. Amen. I know I need to go to church. Amen. I confess I, that word. That's the truth. That's the truth. But you don't do it. So what is that called? Rebellion. Disobedience. Amen. You, can't, you cannot expect to get God's best when you're a rebel. Amen. See, the results that you are submitting to authority, submitting to the word of God, is your obedience. Amen. Your obedience. I'm going to tell you what God said in just a minute. Amen. For the year. But I want to remind you what God says about triumph. It was a year of triumph. Some have victory, some got nothing. <laughs> But that shouldn't be that way. You should always walk in. Thanks be to God who what? Always. Causes what? You to triumph. You can put your name in front of that. Thank God. Amen. But the proof that you're receiving the word of God is your obedience. Your obedience of the word of God. And you're, and, and the, and, and the, the end results of obedience is doing. Mm -hmm. right. If you're not doing what you hear, then you're deceiving yourself. Yeah. The Bible says you're deceived. Yeah. Yeah. James chapter 1, verse 22 talks about that. You're deceived. Yeah. You got to do the word. You got to do what you, you can't just talk it. You got to do it. Amen. Amen. And, and, and you say, well, I don't know what to do. That means you haven't been reading the word. If you meditate on the word and you talk the word, you'll know what to do. You'll do it. You'll do it. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> so I want you to look with me, and this is not the main scripture I'm going to use, but I'm being led to this scripture. I want you to go to Psalms, Psalms 100, Psalms 100. Praise God. Psalms 100, verse 4. Praise the Lord. Verse 4 says, Enter into his gates with a sad sack face. <laughs> that doesn't even sound right, does it? Enter in his, in his presence or into his gates. Huh? With what? Uh, your broke self? Huh? Your begging self? As a beggar. Does it say, does it say that? No. Be a beggar. Huh? Does it say enter into his courts as a, uh, uh, sometimes we get these little ones that tattletale on each other. What, what do they call that? Tattletale? Tattletale. As a tattletale. Tattletale. A, a, a bearer. Huh? Always, always talking about somebody else. God, I want to tell you, you know, this person's out of line, that person's out of line, and, and they're just a snitch. <laughs> that, that's what I, uh, uh, anyway, 
We get that a lot with the real young ones in our school. They're not doing their work. Uh, hush up and do your work and leave them alone. Huh? God doesn't ask your opinion about somebody else. A gossiper. Well, I'm just trying to help you, God. God don't need your help. Trying to help you, Pastor. I don't need your help. I need your prayers. And, and, uh, and God will help me. Amen. I remember one time, and, then, and there's a person in this room. I won't look at you when I, when I say this, but there's a person. I got a call from somebody who said, uh, I want you to know who you have going to your church. I said, I know who I got going to my church. No, no, you got to understand. They're like this, and they're like that. And, and, and really, they're a bad example of what a Christian is. And I said, you know, I, I think we need to work on you. Oh, I don't need no help. Oh, yeah, you're, the, you're a tellbearer. Huh? You're a troublemaker. And in fact, I see a lot of problems. I hear a lot of problems going on in your life. I need to pray for you. You need to get. Do you go to church? No. Oh, well. Who are you to talk about somebody who we know is imperfect, but at least they're trying to obey God? What are you doing? Click. Because they're not going to listen to me anyway. I don't need no prayers. I, I'm, I'm just trying to help you. No, I don't need your help. Right. Amen. So anyway, praise the Lord. <clears throat> Let's read this scripture. Enter in his gates with thanksgiving. Yeah. Enter into his gates. Enter. Say enter. enter. Yes, and with his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. This whole, this whole chapter is only, what, five verses? But it's amazing. It's a great, 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 great chapter amen but God's telling us how to enter why so we can receive so this is going to be a year of receiving because we had a year of triumph this is the year receiving this is the year that we've been talking about. This is the year we've been waiting for. Now, I'm not talking about a free ticket to the disobedient. The unconsecrated. Amen? Amen. Those that think they're going to receive from God and they're not doing His word, they're not obeying Him, they have a hard heart towards Him, I'm not talking to you. But I am talking to the obedient. Yes, amen. 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 This is the year of receiving. Amen. The word receiving means to offer entrance. To offer entrance. This is just the Webster's Dictionary. Enter into his gates or his presence with thanksgiving. In his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. God's trying to show us how to receive. The word, I'm just going to give you a definition of what the word receiving means. The year of receiving. It means, it means to, it's to offer entrance, privilege, say privilege. privilege. I ain't talking about any color of privilege. 
I'm talking about covered by the blanket of the blood. That's what you're going to hear about that prophecy that Dr. Or Brother Copeland said. It's a privilege. A privilege as a place. It means to, to get, to take that which is given. It means to hold fast. We're going to look at a scripture in just a second about hold. Hold fast. That means to take. Or hold fast to what's been given. I like this. There's many definitions of receiving. In fact, if you look at the vines, I mean, it just goes, there's like tons of scriptures on receiving. I didn't know there was so many scriptures and definitions on receive or receiving. It means to come into possession. To come into possession. See, when you, you, you're, you're giving, you're given entrance to, you're being offered to a new entrance. To come into possession, to acquire, to permit to enter, to permit to enter. To accept as authoritative. To accept as authoritative. We have Zoe, uh, we have an ex-college grad, and they had to have an entrance, right, to be accepted. So you had to fill out an application. What do you call that? Um, the recommendation letter. Okay, recommendation letter. And so then they had to have permission to enter, right? Okay, acceptance, acceptance letter. So, so this word means, the year of receiving means that we have been offered to entrance as a place, as a privilege to get what has been given, to hold fast to, to come in possession and acquire. It means to permit to enter, admittance, permission. And accept as authority. When they receive that letter, they receive the authority behind that letter. You're accepted to enter into this college. Hallelujah. It also means to believe. If you're going to receive something, you're going to have to believe. It also means to listen to, to listen to. How many times have I called you blessed? Amen. Huh? And, and, and I'll say at the end of maybe my text, call you blessed and highly yeah. favored. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I usually get <coughs> a, 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 a response and you say, I receive. Yes. Amen. Thank you, pastor. I receive. Amen. So, so that's how you receive things. You got to be thankful for it. Amen. Got to be grateful for it. Amen. That's how you're going to receive this year. Be more grateful. <clears throat> Go to. I'm just building a case here. 
not going to get in a real big hurry. I'm not going to take long, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this across to you. Go to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Look with me in verse 22. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Now, one translation says, because we have confidence because of our faith. Let us draw near with a true heart full of assurance, assurance or confidence of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, you can't have an unrighteous consciousness. You've got to have a righteous consciousness. If you don't, you'll always enter into God's presence begging and pleading for forgiveness, begging for help. You don't know who you are. But once you understand your position, amen, and know this, that your condition does not dictate your position. Your position's in Christ Jesus. Your position's in Him. And so if you have a, a, a sin conscious, you're always going to be talking about your condition, not your position. And it's hard to come into His presence with your hands lifted up and praising Him and worship Him when you're in disobedience. And you're ungrateful. Uh -huh. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let us hold fast. Having our hearts sprinkled with, with evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure, pure water. Uh, you know, he's talking about the condition of your heart. But also he's talking about what you do with your body. Right. Because if your mind's wrong, you're always going to do things Contrary to the word of God, it's going to affect your physical body. Amen. Amen. That's why he says the sin of the body and other scriptures. So if you deal with your thinking, you won't want to sin with your body. You know, when we talk about adultery, that starts with wrong thinking and a heart of disobedience. But it, it, it's fulfilled in the act. Right? Of adultery or fornication. Right? Amen. Same thing, same thing with overeating. The Bible calls it gluttony. Amen. You can, you can overeat. It starts with your thinking. Amen. And your emotions. Some people are emotional eaters. Their emotions are controlling them, yeah. not them controlling their emotions. Yeah. So they feel like they have to have food, feel it, they feel, rather than having discipline. And so then they overeat. Amen. <clears throat> I remember because of a poverty spirit, we had somebody that went to this church and they would uh, you know, they thought they were giving and being a blessing, and they'd, they'd go to all these food outlets and all these free food giveaways right. in the area. And they'd bring some of that camp food and everything. We were thankful for it, but then we started looking at it, and we thought, this food doesn't look good. You know, carrots should look bright orange. Yeah. 
not brown. The same thing with peas and stuff like that. And then we'd see where it came from for out of the country. So we told them, thank you very much, but no thank you. Uh, one time I went into their garage, and their garage was packed full of all this free food giveaway. Now, what would cause them? And they worked. And yet they had a way to scheme to get food. Their whole garage was full of canned goods. What would cause them to do that? They're thinking. It was called. See, their thinking came from words from the devil. It's called a poverty thinking. Right? And so they acted on the words. Uh, that they heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's wrong with that? You know, if people need help. They can go. They didn't need help. No. In fact, uh, you know, if you got to start there, that's fine, but you can't end there. No. Amen. That's right. God don't want you to end up on a welfare program depending right. on the right. world system. Right. That's what Dr. Jam was saying earlier. Yep. Come on. You don't have to. You can start there. Well, I'm on limited income. Well, who limited? Right. You did, not God. You're, see, we got to understand God has a, a better way of thinking. And his thinking is not your thinking. His ways are higher than your ways. His thinking is higher than your thinking. And then he says, take on this thinking, the mind of Christ. You don't have to think like that no more. Say, I receive. See, uh, if you're going to receive in a greater capacity this year, you're going to have to receive what's come from this pulpit. Amen. You're going to have to stop balking it and arguing against it. Because if you're balking what's being said in instructions to your miracles or to your overflow or to your breakthrough, you're empty. That's good. And you're, you know what? It's like, it's like uh, a baby. You feed them food and they spit it out. There's too many babies in the church and it's not growing. Amen. You don't have to stay the same, and you don't have you don't have to stay limited in your life at all. Amen. In in anything. If you're going to receive from God this year, you're going to have to believe for the impossible. Mark ten twenty seven. Go there. With God, nothing is impossible. Write it down. With God, nothing is impossible. So if you're going to go into and receive from God, you're going to have to determine, I'm going to receive and believe for the impossible. Because if you're not believing for the impossible, you'll never have it. You're not going to receive to the, the uh, limit or capacity that God wants you to receive. I said God wants you to receive. Not you. See, if we're stuck in our limited thinking, we'll never receive and come to the level where God wants us to be. And no matter what level you are at, there's more. God's offering you more. He's offering you entrance to more. I said he's offering you entrance to more. Are you receiving? Amen. So you're going to have to receive. When I say something from this pulpit, I'm not just saying so you know, it makes me feel good. Amen. This is something you got to receive, whether it's rebuke, correction, or, or, or instruction, whatever it is. You take it, you swallow it, and say, mm-mm, good. That tastes good. 
They say that chicken is finger licking good. That's how you should be. Man, I need, a, I need more of that. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Let us draw near with a true heart with full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled. Amen. From, a, from the evil conscious. You can't think like you used to. Evil conscious. Where'd you get that? The devil. Quit listening to the devil. Quit listening to him saying that's impossible. You got to believe for the impossible. Amen. Mark 9, 23 says, it says, if thou can believe, if you, if, if, big if, you can believe. It didn't say God. It didn't say if God can perform. It said if you can believe. Amen. We know it's impossible with you and with man, but with God. You'll hear reports. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you know, um, the doctor said or the lawyer said or, you know, they said that this marriage is just too far gone. It's never going to work. You know, it's done. Not, not with God. Huh? Uh, the, the report is, uh, you know, it, they're just too far gone. They're going to die. We've given and did everything that we can do to fix them. It's just, it's over. No, it ain't. Not with God. It says, if you can believe. If you can believe. All things. Are you listening? Huh? If you can believe. It's time you start believing for the impossible. If you can believe. Believe for the impossible. Believe that you can own cars debt free. Boom, that was a good one. Huh? Believe that you can live in a house debt free. Boom, there's another one. <laughs> Kick that sacred cow. Believe that you can live the good life, the high life, the best life. Believe for the impossible. Until you believe, if you can believe, if, if you can believe, it becomes possible. It only comes by what you believe. Amen. 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 Mark 11, 23, 24. And then we'll go back to Hebrews. Keep your finger on Hebrews because that's where we're going to land for a while. <clears throat> Unless God changes it. I mean, he's the boss. Be blessed. Have faith in God, verse 22, verse 23 says, For verily I say unto you, see, God's talking to you, say me, me. talking to me, that whosoever shall say unto the mountain, who, who's that? Anybody of faith. See, too many people go in God's presence. Let me just tell you how big my mountain is, God. Let me tell you about this issue, this impossibility. God, that's not going to move God. No, not. That's not going to help your situ- situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to tell him. I just got to get it out. I got I to vent. No, it's still not going to work. Right. Only thing's going to work. See, God is not a respecter of persons. He loves us all the same. But he is a respecter of faith. Yeah. And only faith is acceptable to God. Amen. Words of faith. When the Bible says, let the elders of the church lay hands on the sick, you know, it's not the oil that's healing them. You know, it's not holy water. 
right? It's not the oil, even though we, we believe in anointed oil, but it's the prayer of faith. It's the prayer of faith. You got to make sure you're praying right. And you got to be praying by faith. You got to speak words of faith. The prayers of faith. Prayer means somebody's calling out, believing, and commanding with words of faith. A full heart of faith. Full assurance. Wholehearted faith. True faith. Not just fake stuff. Not parroting what somebody else said, but because you've been developing yourself in the Word of God and you put it and meditated in, in your heart on the Word and now it becomes real to you. Yeah. And it's more real than any mountain you ever face. Right. See, faith can't be removed, but that mountain can be. That's right. That's good. I'm not backing off on my faith, but that mountain's going to back off. That's right. Amen. That's the attitude you've got to have. Yeah. Are you listening? Who's, that's, whosoever shall say, speak to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and not doubt in his heart. Get rid of the doubt. Right. Doubt your doubts, like Brother Jesse said. But shall believe those things which he says. Until you say it, it ain't going to happen. That's right. You got to say it. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. The key to entering into receiving more this year is what are you believing? Are you believing for the impossible? When the devil gives you words, no, 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 you say yes, yes, yes. He's going to argue with you. You might as well just shut him down with the word of God. Because, you, you know, you're going to have thoughts that don't mean you sin when you have doubt thoughts, but you can answer them. Answer those doubt thoughts. Answer the lies. If you're going to believe for the impossible, you're going to have to answer the lies with the truth. That's the word of God. Verse 24, or no, no, let's read the rest of this. It says, he shall shall have, he shall have, or we can say this, he shall receive what he says. He shall enter, be given entrance, a privilege to enter in, been offered an entrance. Amen. Amen. God's word is the key to your answers and your prayers. Let me say this to you. You got a problem? Get the word and fix it. Get a word on it and fix it. Amen. Quit waiting for somebody else to fix it. Quit waiting for somebody else to say something. You say it. You fix it. I'm waiting on God to fix this problem. Well, God's waiting on you to fix it. God's will is his word. And Satan cannot defeat God's will. Satan cannot overcome God's will. He has never done it and never will he in the future. That's why I said read the word with knowledge that God has written it for your victory and your benefit. God... 
God's word is the key to your answers and your, and your prayers. It's the key to answered prayer. It's the key to receiving. Amen. From the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. I heard someone say it like this. From the abundance of your heart, your mouth leaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's either speaking or leaking. See, it's either leaking out the facts, leaking out what you're facing, the condition. Leaking out the problem, the mountain, the impossibility. You'll never have the impossibility, amen, the impossible, excuse me, if you're going to leak. You need to determine in your heart, once you meditate on the Word of God and you start talking it, don't change your language. Don't start speaking in a different tongue. A different language. Just, just determine in your heart, I'm going to stick with the word. Right. I'm going to stay with the word. Once I have heard from God, I've lined up my, my confession with his promises of what he said. I, I'm not going to listen to anything else. I don't care what the circumstance says. I don't care what the mountain looks like, the impossibility. All I know is what God said. And he said it, I agree with it, now I say it. I call it out. I speak it. And then I act like it's done. That's a, that's a success formula right there. I just gave it to you again. Amen. Meditate on it, Joshua 1.8. Meditate on it. Talk the word. Act like it's come to pass. Well, that's about the silliest thing I ever heard. Good. Finally, you heard the truth. Mm -hmm. Truth will change the circumstance. Change facts. Might be a fact you don't have any money. Might be a a fact you're you're sicker than a dog. Maybe a a fact that what the lawyer told you or whatever. But the facts can be changed by the truth. And the truth is what God said. Amen. Hallelujah. We trust you have enjoyed today's message. To learn more about the ministry of Fireball Faith Fellowship and upcoming meetings, visit us at fireballfaithfellowship.org. 